0: Pokemon Sword and Shield. Is it a dud with the Dexit, or is it the Pokemon Champion? Find out today on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. Pokemon Sword and Shield Recently recently released for the Nintendo Switch. Is it good? Is it bad? Flash answer, it's amazing. There are a lot of nuances to it that, uh, you know, it adds a lot of levels and layers. So, leading up to the game's release, there was a lot of issues with uh, what's going to be referred to as Dexit, and we'll talk about that later. So, there is a lot of new things that they added. There's a ton of new Pokemon. There's a ton of new features I feel like they've added. And I feel like they've made a lot of quality of life choices that I personally feel like made this game better. Now, let's start with talking about some of the changes that I feel that makes the game better. First and foremost, the wild area. That is a place that makes me feel like I have more of a choice. I was actually talking to my dad about this. And the fact that he brought it up before I did made me feel stronger about it. And made my, almost solidified my feelings on it. When he said... It gives you more of a feeling of control. A feeling of exploration. I totally agree. Because you can go wander around and go catch a ton of Pokemon and go do max raid battles about maybe an hour into the game. And at that point, it basically goes Head in this general direction. Alright, see you later. And lets you wander around it's not a feeling of helplessness it's not a feeling of just go in that direction and go like skyrim does it's kind of like a self-curated exploration so it kind of gives you set limitations of you can only catch pokemon up to level 20 or 30 i believe it starts out with and you can wander around to the wild area from there. So you can go to different sections and catch different types of Pokemon. You can go just explore. And you can run around to go further into the wild area than you probably should. You can't catch anything, and the Pokemon there are probably going to crush your soul. But it gave you that choice. So the average user is going to go. Whoa, gotta stay away from there. They're gonna destroy me. But everything within this area is free game. And with the weather changing constantly, and time of day changing in the game, the Pokemon constantly swap out. And there's a lot of new Pokemon, and a lot of returning Pokemon. And that is a good thing. Because they're Pokemon that would normally not be available as early in other games. So, you can, within the first two hours, you can have an Ice type, a Steel type, a couple different Ghost types. You can be on the way to getting a Dragon type. So, you're able to have a lot more flexibility in team because you can just go wander off and go catch that pokemon so it gives you team compositional choice navigational choice and it just makes you feel like it's not hand especially after sun and moon and ultra sun and ultra moon hand-holding is kept to a minimum yes you're you're told hey you need to go here but by no means does it feel like it's shouting at you through a speaker or phone going you need to go here gone are the days of feeling like you're being channeled down one pathway and through the game yes there are routes that are basically like run from this this end to end this point to this point this point to this point but that's always when you're on the war path. When you're on ready to pro- progress the story, it goes from here to here to here to here, fight a gym battle, here to here to here to here, fight a gym battle. Okay, go back to the wild area and go through the area that you weren't you weren't strong enough to go through and go through it now. Go then go to that city. So, yes, there are some point-to-point routes. But a large majority of your time spent leveling up, spent doing other things, are going to be in the wild area. That's where a lot of the features were added. Camping is awesome. Being able to set up your little tent in the middle of a route, cook food, and heal without using any healing items... Build friendship with your Pokemon. That's perfect. That is perfect. It makes the Pokemon world feel alive. And on that topic, being able to see the wild Pokemon on the route. That makes the world feel even more alive. This, this mechanic was carried over from Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. And I gotta be honest. It's perfect. Being able to see, nope, don't want that Pokemon. Nope, don't want that Pokemon. Nope, nope, nope. There we go. That's the Pokemon I want. To be able to walk around and hear a Pokemon cry and be like, what was that? You're constantly looking around, going at all the things. And it's not in a, ooh, ah, let me force you to look at it. It's in a, I want to know more about this world. I want to be part of this ecology. It makes the Pokemon world feel alive. It's no longer static grass that you wander around in endlessly and going, I hope there's a Pokemon here. No, it's gone. You're able to see and go, wow, a Zigzagoon or wow. There's a Wingull right there that feels like you're in nature. And their marketing actually helped in that. what I mean by that is their lack of telling you every new pokemon because there is that sense of "Wow, that's a new pokemon. I gotta catch that. I don't know what level it evolves i don't I don't know anything about it. And yes, you absolutely can go look up that information from many websites. But there's that sense of accomplishment, that sense of wonder, and almost nostalgia of not knowing. Not knowing exactly what level your new Pokemon evolve makes leveling them up even more exciting. Because you don't know when they're going to change, you're pretty sure they do, but when and how they change was not displayed, was not absolutely just shouted from the rooftops. It feels like previous sun and moon games it felt like constantly there was information being showed of like, "Hey, check out this Pokemon, check out this, check out this, check out this it was like it felt like it was too much. This generation was like, hey, here's a few Pokemon. Here's a 24-hour live stream that shows five new Pokemon for a total of three minutes of content. But that was it. It didn't inundate you with too much knowledge. So when you saw that new Pokemon in the grass, it felt good. It felt like you were exploring something that no one else had seen yet. So, that felt good. The gym challenge felt even better. I gotta be honest. It wasn't just a go challenge to the gyms and go face the Elite Four. Or go do the island challenges and then go face the Elite Four. It felt like it was an actual sporting event. Like everyone was cheering you on. Like, every new gym battle was a new sporting event. And the way that gym battles took place made it feel that way, partially. They happened in a giant arena where you could hear people cheering and shouting. It felt like a spectator sport that it was always meant to be. Not just, you're in the back closet of a gold's gym beating a Pokemon. It felt like you were in the middle of a soccer pitch and everyone was there cheering you on or cheering on the gym leader. It felt like it was a live, active world. Not just some static, dry, lifeless world. So, the gym challenge felt like It was making you into a sporting legend, which, I mean, let's be honest, felt good. So the gym challenge was great. The wild area was great. The music is great. The wild area in particular, where you'll probably spend a lot more time, the music is good. I never got tired of it. And that's to say, I've not actually finished the game. I'm getting ready to become champion, but I'm now on the champion grind. Which is another huge change for me. Normally I feel like I blitz through the games. Because they're just remarkably like here to here to here to here to here to here. To here. Boom. Done. Champion. Okay, here's a little bit of post-game. No, it, I feel incentivized to go and explore. Go and see what's in that wild area. I might have seen what it was yesterday, but what is it today? What is it in this weather? At this time of day, it just feels good. Some music is good. The Pokemon are good. The new designs are... Some of them are amazing. Some of them, they're a little dopey looking. But, as a whole, they feel good. You know, they they feel like you're seeing something new. Some of you are going, why didn't we have a Pokemon like this before? And then there are form changes, and Gigantamaxing. There's just so many new things in this game that, overall, it just feels good. It feels like you have a ton of new things to go see and do leveling up pokemon is pretty easy you've got an automatic experience all feature but on top of that every max raid battle you go do you get some form of exp candy some of them are actual rare candies some of the extra small small medium large and extra large exp candies They give upwards of 10,000 experience for the large. So you can just gain like eight levels with one candy. It feels really good. So when you're on that late game grind, just go do a bunch of max raids and go use those candies. No longer are you sitting there running through the grass going, gotta grind, gotta grind. It doesn't feel like a grind. It feels like you're catching new Pokemon to go surprise trade and get new Lotto ID numbers, which is back. You're able to use lottery to get to get rare items, and with surprise trade, it's even better. It's like Wonder Trade for the from the GTS, but it feels more natural. You just go, hey, throwing this up there, cool. And you're not, like, locked into it. You literally can throw something up there and keep walking around. Hit a button, and it goes through. When he goes, hey, a link with a trade was found. You hit the button, trade goes through, you're back on your roll. You can now access boxes from anywhere, except for a few save locations, but it makes sense there. So you're able to access your Pokemon box and swap around when you're in the middle of a route When you go, ooh, maybe I didn't need to bring a team full of fire Pokemon to the water route. Maybe I need a grass or electric type. You're able to swap right then and there. You're not punished for it. And healing Pokemon in your in your bag feels good because you can go into your Pokemon menu and hit restore or you can go into your bag ...and healed from there. So there are a lot of quality of life changes. So before we get into the big controversy
1: of this game, let's go ahead and hear from our sponsor. Thanks guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle. Back to you guys. Dexit. It's the joke about half the
0: Pokemon in Pokédex being gone. And I'm not going to say that the people who feel strongly about this are wrong. You know what? They're right. It is kind of crummy for them not to have their favorite Pokemon. Not to have their partner pokemon it sucks and i'm not going to invalidate what they say by going nah they're just being whining babies because i don't agree with that i but i don't agree with them not all the pokemon are needed not all the pokemon are good there are some pokemon that are passable and does it suck to have over 500 Pokemon cut? Yeah, a little bit. But I think that's okay. Because it no longer feels like a mad dash to catch 800 Pokemon. It feels like an explorative, explore, an explorative mission to catch the Pokemon that are there. It's not a gotta get all the numbers. I mean, let's face it. Many of us probably didn't care or didn't miss a a near percentage of the Pokemon that were cut. Because let's face it, we weren't using them. We weren't actively using them. And if you were, I'm sorry that your favorite Pokemon was cut. I do think it was a little crummy how they're like, hey guys, we're doing this so we can make the models look better. And then they kind of didn't. But on some levels, they kind of did. Because every Pokemon is capable of Dynamaxing. So they can grow large. So your models technically have to change. And then some Pokemon can Gigantamax, which changes their form completely so i I can understand it i don't think it's insanely right that they cut a bunch of pokemon but at the same time i don't think it's any reason to send legitimate death threats to to creators of the game if you want to boycott the game sure but as i have not insulted People who are strong feel strongly about Dexit. Don't insult the people who choose to buy the game. Don't say they're shills or they'll they'll buy anything from the Pokemon Company. No. That's not okay. That's not what Pokemon was meant for. Pokemon was meant to be a collective journey to collect stuff. To to be able to work together to fill up Pokédex. To be able to work together to to experience the feeling of collecting them all. To trading with your friends and to new people around the world. To discovering new Pokemon. To have that feeling of no one else has seen this. And then being able to gush over this new type of Pokemon on Reddit or, or Twitter or Facebook if you're that type of person. Not tear each other down. So, Dexit. It it sucks that they cut a lot of Pokemon, but I think that's okay. I think we'll all figure out how to move forward. Again, if your if your favorite Pokemon was cut, that that sucks, and a few of mine were cut, but there are so many more Pokemon that. It feels good. It still feels like there are plenty of Pokemon. It's not like we're just wandering around an empty world. We're wandering around in a full, complete world. And I feel like if we had over 800 Pokemon... ...running around and vying for space... ...it'd almost be too chaotic. You wouldn't be able to move 5 feet without a new type of Pokemon bumping into it and having to catch it or battle it. It feels like the skies would be full of all the different Pokemon that can fly. The waters would be full of all the Pokemon that can be caught. It sucks. And I can see why they didn't do that. To have the grass littered with Zigzagoon and Rattata and, gosh, Sentret and Furret and Patrat and Doof and... It, It'd be too much. Then you'd be sitting there going, man, it feels just chaotic and noisy. The wild area is only so big. And it still managed to house a lot of different biomes. So, give it a chance. Complaining blindly that they cut your favorite Pokemon. It may... It may hinder someone else from... Forming their new favorite Pokemon. From. The negative campaign. They may not know the joy that is. Scalarian Ponyta. I mean that thing looks like straight up my little pony. So I think. Have your complaints. But don't stop people from buying it. Have your complaints. But don't insult those who do decide to buy it. Let them be and enjoy their thing. Well you work on enjoying your thing too much negativity only makes things worse and if you're one of the people that sent death threats stop you're not being the person that Professor Oak Uncle Iroh or Mr. Rogers knows you can be be better be excellent Instead of saying they cut this Pokemon, think they added this Pokemon. They added this feature. They added. It seems to be stuck in a dream world, but I think that's the sort of attitude we need moving in to 2020. That Pokemon is a world of exploration, wonder and joy. And if we're as big a fan as we say we are, We should be encouraging people to experience that joy. So I think, overall, Pokemon Sword and Shield is an excellent game. If you are new to Pokemon, pick it up. If you're a veteran of Pokemon, pick it up. Much like Ska, you need to pick it up. There's, I really can't think of anything bad to say about it, per se. Yeah, Dexit is a thing. I don't think I hold it against it. Truthfully, I don't. A lot of the new Pokemon feel great. Some of them look kind of, you know, maybe not the greatest. But I think that's with all Pokemon. I think it is with all Pokemon. This game is just great feeling. Take it on the go, lay in bed and play it, play it at work. It feels good. So, again, like ska pick it up so until next week keep on exploring the wild area keep being excellent and always
1: strive to be the champion have a good one thanks guys and thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you we hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time...